Hi, my name is Gabrielle Bardich and welcome to True Story Bro Podcast. So today's episode is really going to be about like a self-love episode um, with a little bit of mix of like dating tips and what it's like to have like your first boyfriend before, during and after that first uh, real relationship and like finding yourself and if it happens during high school, I'm going to add a little bit of like personal experience to it also. Um, so just a little bit about myself to start. So I'm a senior in high school. I'm 18 years old and I'm graduating in about two weeks. Um, I really, uh, all of high school, I played volleyball, uh, varsity. It was a really great experience. A lot of older girls, we made it to regionals. We made it to states. We won regionals. We won districts. So like that was all really good. That's a little bit of my background. Really, that's all I did. I worked out. I played volleyball. Um, and that was always my life. I never really, not that I never went to parties or hung out, but I was more like a hang out with my friends kind of girl, not a go to raging parties. I was always at volleyball tournaments on the weekends and I did travel volleyball and school volleyball and I had personal training. So there was never really time for that. Um, so I was more like dedicated to my sport always. I did have my fair share of like fun times and stuff, but that was really my life of high school. Um, I never really had time for dating or talking to guys or having a boyfriend. Like, that wasn't my focus. I'd always, like, you could ask my family. Like, I would always be like, oh, my God, I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. But, like, just never happened that way. Um, And I wasn't wasn't too mad about it because I had a lot of other things to focus on. So it was kind of a distraction from, like, the, like, desperate need to always want a boyfriend. Um, However... A lot of things did happen to me in high school, so especially in the boy category, which I think is why I picked this specific topic for this episode. Um, So what happened, like a brief story, is my freshman year of high school, a bunch of Columbus guys like to make group chats with me in it, making like fake accounts, just like make fun of me, like, you're a man, you're ugly, you look like a boy, you're a loose definition of a girl. Uh, you're the ugliest, fattest girl I've ever seen. Like, just, like, hate, hate, hate. And, like, so I got used to that. And, like, as a freshman, you're, what, you're 14, 15 years old, and, like, you get used to that, and you believe it. And you're like, oh, my God, guys my age, all of them think I'm ugly. Nobody wants me. No one wants to date me. Like, I'm never going to get a boyfriend. So it was kind of, like, that whole situation of, like, thinking I was never going to be with anyone, never going to have a boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I started, like, having a lot of self, like, no self-love. Like, I was always like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. Like, I'm not good at anything. Like, I'm just alone. Like, I'm always alone, whatever. And that was freshman year, sophomore year. The group chats kept going. And then it started with, like, making fake accounts for, like, fake parties. Like, fake parties for me to show up to. Um, And so it just kept going. So all that happened really during high school. And it really affected me in the way that I thought about myself. And junior year, things started to get much better, much better with, like, just friends. Like, I kind of had the same friends all four years of high school. A couple changed here and there, and I started talking to more people. But everything was always pretty good. Like, in the friend category, that was never really the issue. Um, and I kind of got over the the hate from all the boys uh junior year was a little bit better still had its rough spots everyone was like oh my god junior year is going to be the worst year it really wasn't and then covid hit and we came into lockdown and i really think like quarantine whatever you want to call it um i really think that if it wasn't for that like i wouldn't be like who i am now like today that that like whole full year of 
being home, like, me and my family dynamic, like, we're so close, so, like, we always spend more, like, time together, but, like, being with them, like, every second of the day, like, going on walks with my brothers and talking to them, um, just, like, like, being home, like, focusing on myself, waking up early to work out, doing school, working out after school, like, twice a day, eating good, like, I just felt so good, I made my own cookie business, like, a whole thing, so, that, like, whole year of just, like, self-reflection and really, like, learning myself, like, what I want to be, who I want to be, the kind of person I want to be, like, that really helped, and if it wasn't for that, like, I wouldn't be who I am now, so, speaking of what happened during quarantine, so, as I said, like, I never had a boyfriend, never, like, anything like that, right, so, we come into, I think it was, yeah, December of 2020, I was talking to this kid who was, like, on and off with his girlfriend, and, like, I was just, like, the backup, like, whenever he wasn't with her, and then I was just, like, okay, like, not doing this anymore, and I was planning on going on vacation, we were driving up to South Carolina, so I was, like, okay, gonna end this, like, I'm going to South Carolina, I'm gonna have a good trip, I'm not gonna, like, deal with this anymore, so ended it, and whatever, we drove to South Carolina, and it was a nine-hour drive, and on this nine-hour drive, um, um, let's make up a name for him, let's say Matt, Matt's his name, right, Matt texted me, and I was like, why the heck is Matt texting me, like, I've known Matt since freshman year, but me and Matt were never close, like, we were never close, we never talked, it was never, like, a thing, I just, like, I knew who he was, and he kind of knew who I was, but, like, it was never, like, whatever, and I knew him because of everything I had heard about him, so, like, he's a very like popular guy with like a lot of like everyone knows him everyone knows him everyone knows his story everyone knows everything about his life like that kind of guy and I'm not that girl like nobody really knows what's going on in my life like I'm very private when it comes to stuff like that and so we were just very different in that sense and whatever he texted me and I was like okay like I have a nine hour drive I'm bored I just ended the thing with this other kid like why not so all nine hours, this kid texted me till I got to South Carolina. And of course, like, nine hours is a long time to, like, text somebody, start getting to know them, like, fool around, whatever. So we were just texting, and it was really good entertainment for the whole nine hours. And I was kind of, like, I was taking it as a joke because, like, I knew everything that this kid, like, everything in his past and everything about him. And I was like, there's no way I'm letting this happen. This is just, like, to entertain me for my drive so I'm not so bored. But then I get to South Carolina, and that night, he FaceTimes me to, like, 3 in the morning, maybe later. And I'm on vacation. I don't even know why I picked up the FaceTime or gave him my number, but I did. And, um, so whatever, we ended up FaceTiming, and his brother was with him, and we were, like, all talking, and it was actually really fun. And I was like, okay, like, I don't understand why everyone said all this stuff about him, because, like, he's not acting like that at all. Like, total opposite, whatever. And I was like, okay, great, like, maybe he is, like whatever changed or what people are just over exaggerating like that's high school stuff whatever so we he texts me every morning he facetimed me every night of my trip like 24 7 and I was just like like you know like you even if a couple of days of texting someone like you just get used to it so I was in South Carolina for like a week a week and a half and not once did he stop texting me so we were texting and like imagine like I'm thinking like this is so random like he texts me out of nowhere like what is this so 
we text. I, I was like, I'm not going to like him. I didn't, like, I left South Carolina a week and a half later still with, like, no feelings. And I was just like, this is just another guy. Like, <laughs> I'm just bored. And then I had another nine hours to get back home. I was like, let's do this. Great. And then we, I get home, and I think it was, like, another week or two. Face, again, like, FaceTime every night, text 24-7, um, the whole, I'm going to practice, I'll text you after practice. As soon as he gets out of practice, he texts me, he calls me, like, tells me all about his practice, whatever. Like, little, like, that kind of stuff. Like, the cheesy little couple stuff. And, like, I never, like, really talked to a guy enough like that. So, like, it was, like, cute. Like, I don't know. And it was something that I wasn't used to, like, the attention I wasn't used to. And I was like, oh, my God, I kind of like this. So I get to back to Miami, and it's been, like, two weeks. And my parents are, like, really scared about COVID still because it was still kind of, like, early, maybe. I don't even I don't even know. So I showed my mom, and I was like, Mom, like, I think I really like this kid, and, like, I want to go out with him, whatever. And, like, for me to tell my mom about a kid, like, is a huge deal that doesn't happen. Like, I don't tell her anything when it comes to stuff like that because I, like, I don't want to tell her till like, I've hung out with him. But this was different circumstances. So she's like, yeah, like, have him over. Like, you guys could just hang out. So he comes over. He meets my family. We hang out. He, like, goes on a walk with me. We played ping pong. Like, just chilled. And it was, like, perfect. And I was like, how can this be so perfect? Like, okay, like, I really don't understand why everyone's, like, talking shit about him. Like, this was literally perfect. Whatever. So it was kind of like that for the first, like, three weeks. Like like they always say, like, the first month, everything's great. So that's kind of what happened. It was, like, our first month. And after then, it became, like, a game. Like, who's going to text first good morning? And then if he saw that, like, I was awake or, like, if I didn't tell him where I was, he'd, like, why Why didn't you tell me where you were? Like, I would, like, you didn't tell me that, like, a whole thing. And I'm like, I don't need to tell you where I'm going. Like, I'm with my family. And then it became, like, a, like, he would always want to, like, okay, let's go out this day to say to say. It was just, like, oh, like, I'll see if I can do something. Oh, I'll see if I can do something. Oh, I'll see if my mom will let me. Like, it was like that. And then, like, he was like, oh, no, I'm going to see you today. And then, like, he ended up going out with his friends. Like, if you want to go out with your friends, go out with your friends. But don't tell me you're going to see me. So, whatever. It ended up being that. And, like, it was a game every morning. Like, is he going to text me? Do I text him? I don't want to be annoying. If I don't text him, will he text me? Like, it was a game. And it wasn't like that before. So, then I started getting to, like, anxiety mode, super stressed, like, a whole thing. Every teenage girl's, like, main issue. And I started, like, doubting myself. And I was like, okay, like, what am I doing wrong? Am I being too pushy? Am I being too annoying? And, like, you go into that whole state of, like, what am I doing wrong? And you don't you like the person at this point like it's been a month more than a month and I like I liked him so when you like someone like you kind of are in this blindfold and like you just you make excuses and like I knew some of the ways that he acted because of certain things that happened in his life so like I gave him a little bit of leniency but like that's still no excuse to treat someone bad like there's never an excuse to treat someone bad so whatever I go through a lot of like like I started crying like every week every day like he saw me cry and I was like what is this? Like, I don't want to cry. I don't want to be stressed. And there was even, like, one time that he wanted to go, like, he was invited to this thing, and he never goes, like, he's not, like, a party person, but he was invited to this party. He was like, oh, my God, I was going to go, and he was, like, on FaceTime with me. And then he hung up on FaceTime with me, and I was like, what the heck? And he never, like, hangs up. If it is, it's, like, an emergency. He didn't even text me why he hung up anything. 
So I call him and he goes straight to voicemail. I was like, this guy definitely went out or like is with somebody else, like totally cheating on me, whatever, a whole thing. And I was like, I went into like crazy, not like crazy mode, but I was scared. I was like, oh my God, this has never happened to me before. I don't know how to handle this, whatever, a whole thing. So it ended up apparently just like being a family issue and wasn't like him cheating on me. But that was his side of the story, and I really don't know, but I kind of believe him because I understand. Um, But the main point of this podcast, that's just kind of like a background. The main point is, like, when when you are desperate for something, and you're like, oh my god, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, then you kind of get into this mode, like, that's all you need, like, you're desperate for it, and that was kind of me, like... I had never been shown that attention or, like, because of all the, like, past events of, like, guys always, like, saying I'm ugly or they don't want to be with me. Like, I was like, wow, this guy actually wants to be with me. So I took a leap of faith and, like, I went into it and it ended up effing me over. And it was, it was an experience to definitely learn from. So definitely some tips. Here are my dating tips is if you know a guy has a past, like, listen to that past. Like, like a hundred percent get the details know about it because the past is a huge deal but you also don't want to base someone on the past but in high school and as an 18 year old boy if his past was six months ago it's probably not that much of a change right now so that was my first red flag and there was a lot of red flags like he came to meet my family like he was here every week and like he never wanted me to meet his mom and he was always like my mom's really strict with, like, the girls when I, like, bring them to meet her. Like, if she doesn't like you, she'll tell you she doesn't like you. If she doesn't like your outfit, she'll tell you it's ugly, like, like that. And he was like, and you're not ready for that. You would probably just cry. And I was like, why do you think I'm going to cry? He's like, because you do that or you, like, nervous laugh. Like, I do. I do do a nervous laugh. I was like, I was like, yeah, but, like, I know when to, like, I know how to talk to an adult. He was like, no, like, you're just not ready. And it was, like, whatever, two months of us two months and like still he didn't want to and I was like okay fine so then that would definitely be my first tip is know the past know what's happened and know about family the his family history was another red flag like I'm not saying the guy that I'm gonna date in the future his family needs to be perfect but there was definitely a lot of red flags there and I come from a really tight-knit family and a very good family like he would come over and he would be like I'd trade my life for yours like in a heartbeat like you have a picket white fence family and although that's really not my family like every family has their whatever like I am really blessed and I do have a really great family but picket white I think is like to an extent even though I could see how from other people's perspective that could be it so we go into like before so before my okay so now we go into like the self-love category and like before so before all this, what was my self-love? My self-love was nowhere. It was thinking thinking and believing what everyone was telling me was true. So the guys and girls telling me that I was ugly or fat or whatever, like I believed every second of it and I shaped myself around that. So that was my whole life pretty much. Junior year got a little bit better, but it was kind of like up and down. Like I did not start having like self-love till before so when when covid first started i would say like three months into it i was like already a completely different person i loved myself i was working out i was eating good i was doing everything to like 
fulfill my like mental health needs my physical needs everything I was like on cloud nine I was in the best shape of my life like mentally and physically and it was just all perfect and then I get into this relationship and at first it was great I would like I was like it was kind of like I was so happy and this happened and it kind of was like I didn't think I could be happier and this happened and I was like, wow, like I'm on cloud nine. Like this is exactly what I needed to like put me off the edge of like happiness. Like I am, I can't be happier than I am right now. And that lasted for about three weeks. And then that ended and I went into the state of crying, anxious, don't know what I'm doing wrong, what's wrong with me. I went back to my old self that I had been working on for a year. And so I didn't like that. And I then we started having issues, fighting, talking, problems, this. And I was like, no, like, you know, I don't think this is good for me. And I let it go on for a while. He was like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. And of course, like me being an idiot, I believed it. And it didn't get better and it didn't do better. And I gave it time. Uh, Valentine's Day comes around and he didn't get me anything or make plans with me. And I, at that point, I was like, you know, if you're talking to a girl for three months, two months, and it's Valentine's Day and you don't get her anything and that's the girl that you like and you're with, then that's an issue. I was with my family. My parents bought me a necklace, roses. They wrote me a love note, like tried to make me... I was crying the whole Valentine's Day. I was with my friend, whatever. I tried to distract myself, but obviously I knew like that that was it. So I called him the next day and we ended things and it was rocky. And like for a while he'd respond to my stuff and like... It was like, to me, this was the first guy I really liked enough, especially to like bring to my parents and stuff. And like, I was a little bit heartbroken, even though I was the one that ended it because, you know, like you go through things and like, I went through a lot my whole life and like thinking I was enough and then almost feeling like I wasn't for him to want to take me to his parents or want to keep being with me or enough to like buy me a three dollar flower like it's not that hard and like it's like they always say like if he wanted to he would like the effort and a guy that really likes you is there like they don't have to try and you don't have to tell them to put effort if they really want to they just would um so that kind of goes into self-love you need to realize that you like everyone is different I may not be the prettiest I may not be the ugliest but I am myself and I am beautiful that's one two is I'm a great person I'm the kind of person that it doesn't matter how hard this guy hurt me if he was going through something I would still care about it because he'll always have a place in my heart whether I like it or not I'm a very giving person I'm a giver like you're sad I go buy you ice cream you're sad I go make you something you're sad I let you cry in my arms like you're you don't feel good like let's go out like I am the person to always try to make everyone feel better even if they don't always deserve it or even if they don't give me that same self like that same love back and so that kind of like affected my self-love also because I kind of got to the point of I'm giving all these things to other people and I'm not getting anything in return why is that and then you think like what am I not doing like why why don't people love me the way that I love them and it's not like that you can't expect everyone to be like you because not everyone is you and so it kind of gets into that point of not everyone is you and no one's gonna love you the way that you give love even though that's exactly what you want um, so when you start learning that people show love in different ways or that maybe not everyone is as mature as you or has gone through the same things as you to realize the things they're doing wrong, like sometimes you just need to point it out and that definitely happens. So 
Um, so as I talked about before, my my self-love was not there. During it was a little bit. I was on cloud nine and then it got totally smashed again. And then after I really struggled. I was really sad. I missed him. I it was like I we fell asleep on FaceTime every night together. He sang to me every night for me to go to sleep. Like he had trouble going to sleep. Like I helped him with his homework. He helped me with me. He we had super deep conversations all the time. Like there was a lot of great things about him. But there was just too many bad things and too many, like, being mistreated. And that's kind of the point of this is when you're being mistreated, you need to have enough self-love and self-respect to know when to back out. Even though you like them a lot, even though sometimes they're great, you have to realize that you're better and you deserve better. And so a lot of people have trouble ending relationships and going to other ones because they're so used to the same one, no matter the defects and toxicity. Um, they'll keep going back to it. Like, they'll take a break and they'll go back. Like, we see that all the time in high school. Everyone breaks up and gets back together tw- 20 million times. Um, but no, I wasn't going to do that to myself. So I ended it and it stayed ended and it still is ended and it's been four months, five months since then, and I'm, I've had my ups and downs, and, like, it was kind of, like, really bad, and then my life got really good, and then now I'm going through another phase of, like, um, not that I want to be with him or someone like that, but there's definitely a lot of things that I miss about having someone like that, so it's kind of, like, the withdrawal of, like, having someone you really like, like, that feeling of, like, being on that high on cloud nine, but, like, my self-love is there. I've gotten back to working out, being on a calorie deficit, eating good. Like, those are the things that make me love myself more. So when you learn the things that make you love yourself and have that self-love and self-worth, life gets so much easier. And I think, like, in high school, we go through so much, like, trauma, especially with, like, trying to fit in and trying to get a boyfriend, the hottest guy, the cutest guy, the guy that plays the most sports, like, that's not always what matters. What matters is who makes you feel special and who sees your value and your self-worth. And, like, I don't know about a lot of other people, but I'm the kind of person, like, in a relationship, like, I like to be independent. Like, I have my own life. I do my own things. So do you. And then we can be together and do those things and share those things. But we don't need to be together all the time, 24-7. Like, I'm not like that. Like, I need my space. I need my thing. Like, I don't need to be with you all the time. Um... And that's actually one thing I liked about him. I didn't need to be with him all the time. I saw him, like, once a week, and it was good enough. Like, you have that time to miss the person, but also, like, be away from them. So I think high school and relationships and self-love and self-worth and all that, like, you know, like, it's really hard. It's really hard to love yourself, and I think a lot of people go through that, but it's it gets better and it gets easier and the older you get. Like, now I'm 18, and, like, I look at someone and they call me ugly and I just laugh, like three months ago not three months ago but two years ago a year ago somebody called me ugly I'd probably cry myself to sleep and like it kind of gets that point of maturity and when you know yourself enough and love yourself enough that no matter how much everyone hates on you or says about you like you don't care you come to a point where you don't care because you love yourself enough that you know that if they're saying that they're probably saying that because of the issues they have not because of the issues they have with you and they're like when like, there will be someone that loves me just the way that I am. And that it comes to that point where, yeah, like, maybe da-da-da-da-da doesn't like me or thinks I'm ugly or whatever, but I don't think I'm ugly. And there is somebody out there with the billion people in the world that will think that also. 
So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think it's something a lot of us like teenagers go through and I recently went through that struggle of ups and downs and ups and downs and feeling it and then not feeling it and it's like self-love is not something easy and it's not something that is happens once and it's forever there kind of like working out you don't work out once and get abs like it's continuous it's um dedication it's hard work it's waking up early it's working out it's walking it's cardio it's eating good so self-love is kind of that there's a lot to it it's telling looking at yourself in the mirror every day and being okay with who you are and loving yourself the way that you are because you are who you are and you can't change that like yes there's plastic surgery there's a bunch of things you could do but really in reality you can't change the way you look you can't change the way whatever so you look at yourself in the mirror and you need to start accepting who you are because that's who you are and you can't change that so once you get to that place and that point in your life life gets a lot easier so yeah that's just something i have been very passionate about lately and i just wanted to take a couple minutes to talk to you guys about it and yeah I hope you all have a great day and a great weekend and thank you for joining my True Story Bro podcast.